Well, while you're masking up for Black Friday, we've got you covered on the money front today. Stimulus in seven areas is possibly coming to an end soon. What do you need to know about the bumps in the road ahead, assuming the government doesn't change the game? We'll cover what you need to know with a woman behind Clever Girl Finance. Bola Sucumbi is here on today's Black Friday version of Money with Friends. Welcome back to the Money with Friends podcast, coming to you live from my mom's half-finished basement where we make the Stacking Benjamin Show in Texarkana, Texas. I'm Joe Salcihai. And I am Bola Shakumbi coming to you from my plastic table because my office furniture <laughs> is still not here. Nine weeks later. We have we have the same plastic table, Bola. It is uh it's, <laughs> <From Costco. laughs> a, it's a sketchy card table day here on the show. This is the podcast where Bola and I are gonna cover recent story ripped from the financial press. Today's comes to us from Next Advisor. We're gonna talk about how you can invest better, save better, maybe pay down debt more effectively. And if that's not enough, Bola and I will share a big idea at the end of the day that you can take with you and Usually we'll do that in less than 20 minutes. Uh, today's show is brought to you by Tiller Money. Keep your financial life on course, easily track your money over time, always know what's safe to spend, and confidently plan for the future with spreadsheets automated by Tiller Money. You'll get a free 30-day trial if you go to tillerhq.com forward slash MWF. That's tillerhq.com forward slash MWF. And uh, keeping life on course, Bola, is something that I think a lot of people aren't thinking about today. People are out. I don't know. Are, are you thinking about braving the malls after we're done here on Black Friday? Are you going to mask up and go spend a bunch of money? No, I just, I still feel very nervous about everything, you know. So I'm going to online shop for my kids' Christmas gifts and just call it a, a Friday. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's going to be the world. I can't imagine having a brick and mortar store on a day like today. It's going to be, I, you know, crowds. Like, I'm just thinking all these super spreader events going on at Best Buy. <laughs> I, I can't imagine they're going to have to do some like lines and limitations. It's going to be different, but it's still, you know, I, I don't think everybody will behave themselves. <laughs> so, well, that's what I was thinking. Usual, Black Friday. <laughs> so, some of my favorite and not favorite in a good way, favorite in it's a train wreck that I can't stop watching are those videos where people are brawling to get the television. Do you think everybody's going to spray themselves with sanitizer before they start beating the heck out of each other? <laughs> I don't know, but I'll tell you that TV will probably be cheaper after Christmas. <laughs> probably will be. Uh, today, we're going to talk about some really important stuff. Some of the pandemic relief efforts that the government had in place may be going away. Uh, Bola brought this to my attention. We're going to go through seven areas you need to pay attention to. Let's see which one of our friends is going to help us kick off today's show. Hey, what's good? This is Rich from Paychecks and Balances. We'll supply the coffee. They'll supply the headlines. That's why I'm down with watch and listen to Money with Friends. All right. This piece comes to us from Next Advisor. Adam uh, Urima and Alex Gailey wrote this. Seven major pandemic relief programs are ending soon. Here's how to prepare for the financial cliff. And I know 11 people, 11 people. I wish it were 11 people. Over 11 million people Bola, out of work. This is a scary time for a lot of people. Very scary. Um, you know, and I think a lot of people have kind of been riding the wave with the different benefits and support programs, which you're going to talk about in this article, but it's definitely scary. Um, you know, everything that's been going on. Yeah. Let's walk through these. Uh, we've got seven of these to do in 15 minutes. So guys, we're going to hit the highlights. 
The first one, Bola, I'll point to, uh, first one on this list, access to unemployment benefits. Speaking of that, uh, $2.2 trillion response to the pandemic passed by Congress in the spring told states to expand the definition of who's eligible for unemployment benefits. That comes to an end now. What should people do about it? Yeah, you know, when it comes to unemployment, um, you still can apply for the benefits um, if you did not apply, if you've had income reduction or income losses. Um, and I know that some states are retroactively back paying um, unemployment benefits. Um, but it's also important to keep in mind that the benefits were expanded as part of the CARES Act. So as we go into the new year, if there aren't changes made um, or if there's there aren't yeah, if there aren't changes made we may see um, the amount of those unemployment benefits reduce yeah I, I, I love what it says in, in this piece which is applying for unemployment anyways this log these offices in every state are overwhelmed so be prepared to just take it a step at a time and know ahead of time that this is going to be a rough go but stick with it yeah, it is a rough go. I mean, I read some really depressing stats online where the people who need the unemployment benefits the most actually don't have access to it because they cannot get onto a computer to apply and the actual physical office is closed or very limited opening times. So it's some people are not even getting these benefits. It's, it's a real challenge. That was my uh, brother-in-law. He works in the food uh, food services industry, doesn't make a lot of money, doesn't own a computer. Uh, Cheryl and I, helped him apply for, for benefits in Michigan. And it was, it was, it was a real struggle. So I saw that firsthand and um, we weren't even sure if we filled it outright and there was nobody to ask. That was the frustrating thing. Luckily we did, but, but, but you couldn't call a phone number. There's nothing to do. Second on this list, 401k hardship withdrawals. Now, while I've heard Bola and you, I'm sure have too, some people use this as an excuse to go get money I think that was kind of overreported, but still, I don't know. I personally think this is the last thing, the last place you want to go for money. How do you feel about these 401k hardship uh, 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 things with around COVID? I feel the same way. I think um, a lot of people took advantage of this to take money out. Um, I got questions from people saying, well, you know, now that I can take money out without the 10% penalty or other fees, should I just take this money and pay off my credit card debt? Should I just do this? Should I just do that? I'm not a fan of tapping into your 401k because of the opportunity cost of time combined with the power of compounding over that time, that really is what allowed you to build wealth and grow money with this um, type of account. And so this is a last resort, desperate need when you take money out of here. And so that benefit as of right now is going away on December 30th, right? So after that, you will still have to pay the penalty. But if you can avoid touching that money, right, um, you definitely should, you know, avoid it. Yeah. Uh, third here on the list, student loan deferments and interest freeze. This this hit a lot of people because, uh, you know, for the last few months, you might not have had any student loan payments and those student loan payments are probably coming back. Yes. And this was a measure that was extended from September 30th. And I've actually had a ton of conversations about this because people are like, well, what should I do? And my take has been, if you have been making these payments in the past, there are two things you want to strategically do with this opportunity. It's either you take that money that you're not putting towards those deferred loans and interest and put it towards your debt and get that debt dealt with that high interest debt credit cards, or you take that money and use, use it to get ahead on the future interest on your student loans by putting that money towards 
use your principal balance on your loans. Um, not everybody did that. Some people, or use that money to bulk up your emergency savings, right? Given all the uncertainty. Um, some people did, you know, whatever. But I think now that we're really starting to see the impact of this COVID on small business, on the economy, on jobs. Um, a lot of people no longer have this money to put to yeah. their loans and loans. And I'm really hoping that this is something that gets extended beyond December 30th, as, uh, at least until we get some sort of calm yeah. um, with the pandemic going on. Yeah, me too. I, I mean, for a lot of people, nothing changes in their budget and it just gets a lot harder to live. And, and, and by the way, on that note too, I've seen some talk about from people saying that they've heard president elect Biden talking about, you know, dismissing a lot of the student loans or canceling student loan debt and people saying, well, I'm just not going to pay my student loans anymore. Don't stop making your student loan payment no, don't do that. until yeah. that becomes a law. Do not stop paying your student loan debt. Yeah. I'm, I'm one of the skeptics around that. I don't see how they're going to, you know, do that maybe amounts for certain people. And then what about people who just recently paid off their loans? Is there going to be any retroactive? It's complicated. Um, but keep paying your loans. Don't let this impact your credit. Don't let speculation about what may be that has not yet come to be um, cause you to impact your own finances if you're able to pay those loans. This is one that also is going to hurt for a lot of people, eviction moratoriums, people in their houses. Of course, this BOLA is also a multifaceted issue. You have landlords out there that are also um, struggling because they can't collect rent, right? Um, and at the same time, I mean, much, much, much worse. That's that's a great problem to have compared to the other problem, which is somebody may not have a place to live pretty soon. Yes, this is, you know, again, this is something that I hope gets extended because for most people who are not paying their rent right now, it's not because they don't want to, it's because they just don't have the money. These are not normal times. And I've also been reading crazy things about landlords who have applied for mortgage forbearance programs, but are still harassing tenants for rent. Oh. Um, you know, so... Uh, yeah, this is one of those situations um, where you really want to try to have a conversation with your landlord and let them know if this moratorium expires and you're still unable to pay your rent. Yeah, I love that advice. Negotiate if you can at all. Utility bill relief is the next one. Yeah, so um, a lot of these utility companies have put in, um, you know, freezes in place or required they were required to offer electricity, gas, water to customers, even if they couldn't make their payments. So again, this is something that, you know, long-term sustainable for these utility companies, they need to make money. However, if you're in that space where you feel like I really can't pay this water bill, you need water. I can't pay this electricity bill. Call them and ask for a plan. Many of them are still going to work with you, right? Even though you're not able to pay, they can reduce payments. They can defer payments. Maybe they may charge you a fee, but you want to make sure that those essential utilities that you need to survive, you're able to get access to them. So communicate with them uh, as soon as you can. Absolutely. And with winter coming, especially. I mean, I feel yeah. like it's, this is Game of Thrones, the real life edition, right? Winter is coming, but that makes it uh, very difficult for people. Yes. It, it's, it's, it's really challenging. Like I, I, when you really think about the impact of this pandemic and the fact that all these programs are talking about have been buffering that impact, it's scary to, to think about what could happen if they all just go away all at once, which is what is really happening, right? December 30th is like the end of all of these programs. It's due to happen. My, um, uh, you know, I was, uh, Cheryl and I were having this conversation, my spouse and I, uh, that if this had happened to me in 1994, 
four at the deepest part when I owed everybody and their sister money and I didn't understand how my money worked. And I was just, I was in a, I remember thinking a lot of the time, I didn't know how I was going to pay for my next meal, you know, live the next day. And I remember mm-hmm. thinking, I just wanted to get to the point there. I was a week ahead. My first goal was to get a week ahead. And I know there's people out there that are exactly like me then, Bola. If I had been, if this had happened in 1994, I'd be totally screwed. Just, yeah. No idea. Uh, last one here yeah. is some credit reporting protections. Yeah. So these are, you know, um, reports that your creditor will make to the bureau when it comes to paying your bills in time. And this may go away. So, again, this what is the date here? It's through the end of January, January 20th, 2021. Um, again, this is important to communicate because your credit is important. Right. Um, when you're trying to get housing, get utilities, get a job, apply for a mortgage, you want to make sure you're able to maintain your credit. And so if you are in the space where you have struggled to pay your bills, contact your lender, contact your creditor and ask for options. Um, Once this moratorium ends, if you haven't communicated, then they automatically start sending these reports. But if you communicate and you get into a plan or a program with them or you work with them, they are likely in depending on the creditor to defer these reports. And this gives you time, right? A lot of people need to buy themselves time right now to get back on their feet, to bring money in. And so I will just add, with as scary as it can be to hear that these programs are going away, you can take action by communicating, by finding work, even if it's below your skill sets, by getting scrappy and just do your best to survive. If a bad report hits your credit, it's fine. Your credit can recover. Um, But you just want to make sure that you can do your best to get through this difficult time. Yeah. My, when it, um, uh, when it comes to all of this stuff, I just think that, uh, uh, what you said about negotiating and about letting everybody know where you are. Uh, I know there's a lot of program, a lot of programs from a lot of, uh, you know, you're not the only one having this issue and, and credit card companies have programs of their own. Um, a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, utility companies have programs of their own. So the more you communicate, I think the better off you're going to be and find out what programs ask these institutions, if they have programs for people hit by COVID. And many times they have programs, the government programs going away, but the individual institution might have one that's sticking around. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's, it's, I'm at a loss for words, honestly, it's tough times, but you have to communicate. Don't get caught up in feeling bad for yourself. Focus on how you can take action to get through this period. Yeah. And there is good news around the corner with, you know, the announcement of vaccines and things. So there, there's a chance for recovery, but you have to get through these next few months. Yeah. In just a second, Bull and I'll have our takeaway from today's discussion about all these programs possibly going away. Uh, what's our takeaway today from this, Bola? I would definitely say for anyone who you know, is listening and any of these programs sounded familiar to you, you're leveraging them, definitely go back and confirm the date that these are ending, create a plan. If you're fine when this ends, great. If you think you're still going to be struggling, start to communicate, communicate ahead of time, because what's going to happen is that these programs are going to end and then the phone lines are going to get crazy. Um, And then once you've communicated and you've gone to any, you know, you've gotten into any plans, you've negotiated with these creditors and lenders, start thinking about what can I do to bring in income to earn some money to get through this season until I get back to that steady job to that, you know, you know, that income I had in the past. Um, It's time to get scrappy and creative and don't worry about, you know, what people are going to think about you. Don't let your emotions not let you take action, but instead just focus on the key things you need to do to get through this season. 
Yeah, I like that uh, because you know as well as anybody that a lot of people pay attention to things that they don't control and don't influence, and they get angry. I mean, we just went through an election where half half the the, the country dislikes the other half the country, and how much how much can we really? influence any of that. I mean, we can vote, which is a little influence, but the things that we can really control are right in front of us. And by spending your time, I think on those things. And I love the, just don't look at the big, the big, huge picture, look at the next step. And much yep. like, much like Bola, when we were filling out that Michigan unemployment uh, thing for the family member, Cheryl and I, it was, I didn't look at the whole form because when I first looked at it, I went, there's no way we can fill this out. We just took the next thing. And then we took the next thing. And before we knew it, we were moving forward. Yes, exactly. Just one step at a time. Don't worry about the big picture, about the distance. Don't focus on the distance. Focus on taking that next step. Now, I heard a little bird told me that while this is a pretty neat podcast, that there's this really awesome podcast out there called Clever Girls Know. I, I don't know if you'd know anything about that podcast, Bola. Oh, yeah, I've heard about it. It's such a cool podcast. <laughs> it's where we talk about life, money, uh, business from a woman's perspective. And we have such a great time. You do have a great time. You keep it very, don't get me wrong. You go into some deep, heavy territory, but you guys are able to get there because you keep it light and you smile and have fun while you're doing it. Yeah. I mean, with the way things are, and just when you think about personal finance and how heavy it can be, if you cannot find humor, if you can't find ways to laugh about it, you will cry and it's tough. So we try to make it light and also easy to consume. Finances doesn't have to be complicated. And that's, that's our goal. Clever Girls Know podcast, wherever finer podcasts are distributed. Bola's back here tomorrow. Rumor has it, you also wrote a book recently called Grow Your Money, which I might yeah, have here in front of me. And uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about uh, some stock market stuff with Bola. But, um, actually, we're not going to do that tomorrow. We're going to do that on Monday. Monday, we're going to do that. Bola Sucumbi back talking about Tesla joining the S&P 500. What does that mean? What does all that mean? Should you invest in Tesla? Should you invest in indexes? We'll be back with that on Monday. We'll see you back here then. Bye-bye. This show's created and hosted by us, Joe Salcihai and Bobby Rebel, and it's edited and produced by Ashley Wall. Money with Friends is a product of Money with Friends, LLC, copyright 2020. For a list of the thought leaders who appear on the podcast and links to the stories discussed, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. Also, be sure to follow us on social media at moneyfriendspod on both Instagram and Twitter. Look out for our polls and quizzes. You could get a shout out on the show. We're well worth following. We promise. As with anything, remember, you shouldn't take advice from any of us or any other videos or podcasts without first talking to your financial advisor. These people on this episode, they're here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I am Bobby. I'm Joe. We'll see you here back next time with another episode of Money with Friends.